Welcome to Don't Tell Momo, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't Tell Momo. so excited to be back for another episode. We have been having so much fun interacting with all of you guys and hearing your feedback on our last two episodes. If you have not joined our Facebook group yet, make sure you go take a look. We will post extra content there, fun questions, and we absolutely love hearing from you guys. It's um, Our Facebook group is the Magnolia Lounge. Don't tell Momo Magnolia Lounge. So make sure you go take a look. Today's episode is all about fall. Fall in the South, our favorite fall activities, and we are going to discuss the finer points of what it means to be basic. Is it good? Is it bad? Are we basic? (laughs) So I hope you guys have had a great week. I know Mandy had an interesting week in Mississippi. Oh yeah, we had... hurricane three days before Halloween on the Gulf Coast and it took everyone by surprise for one it was three days before Halloween and hurricane season usually ends by now yeah definitely also I think we've been missed like five times this year by a hurricane there was one time we were supposed to get a direct hit and by the time I woke up the next morning it had turned and hit Mobile and Pensacola oh my gosh so we were all scrambling. <laughs> no one took it seriously. And then there's this cold, there was this cold front moving at the same time. So it pushed it through so from Wednesday evening to like late nighttime, about 10 or 11 o'clock, the hurricane pushed through Hurricane Zeta. And it was lasted about four hours. And I think it clocked in with the wind speed of right under a category three, like right oh, wow. under. So it got wild. Stuff was flying around our back porch because we hadn't prepared. So here's me and Ed out on the back porch during a hurricane, grabbing the recycling bin (laughs) and losing power. We lost power for a couple of days and it was kind of sketchy for a little while after that. We think we um, had two power surges last night while they were working on the power and then it got cold. It got to like 50 degrees at night. So with no power. So it has been quite, quite a week. One thing I have to talk about that I just think just such a hurricane thing to happen. I knew it since we knew it was coming, I had to just spend a half day at the library in downtown Biloxi and there's this new bake shop. Have y'all seen it yet or heard about it? No, this I haven't. Bakery in downtown Biloxi. Okay. It is called Last Minute Sweets. It's across from Nativity and the two ladies that run it are just the nicest ladies and they have such good looking treats and their bake case all the time. So I went and got my coworkers some treats. And then I had some extras I brought home with me. And what I had left was two pumpkin muffins. And my husband, Ed, is anti-pumpkin, anti-pumpkin spice, anti-like basic fall stuff, pretty much. And the next morning, he got up before me and started working. He went, ran some errands to check the shop he works for and to run some errands now that all the wind had died down and our fence was, had fallen over. I went and taught a couple of classes with a hotspot and what remained of my battery for the other company, um, one of the two companies I worked for in my living room so I could have enough light. 
And afterwards I ate one of the pumpkin muffins and he had happened to try one too earlier that day. And he came back and he was raving about the pumpkin muffin like multiple times that day. He goes, that was so good. Where did it come from? Like, what is it? (laughs) And it's like the most basic thing. It was like just this pumpkin muffin with crumble on top. And that was his thing. Like he was all about it that day. And I just think it's funny that, you know, no matter how big a talk people make about fall stuff or how kitschy it is or how boring it is everyone likes it a little bit I think I completely agree Mandy so did he know that it was a pumpkin muffin when he ate it I don't think so I think he was just starving and we had no power post hurricane like disorientation y'all know what I'm talking about Yeah. (laughs) yeah definitely and that's what we had in the kitchen the freezer door didn't have to be opened, <laughs> you know, very that's important thing too. That's very big thing. When you don't have power, do not open the fridge or freezer. So it happened to be on the counter and that's what he grabbed. Wow. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. Katie, what have you been up to lately, ma'am? Well, I have not had to prepare for a hurricane. I have gotten another rabbit. That's what I've been up to. Oh yeah. She's so cute. Yes, my new little niece. My fluff yes. niece. I have one uh, rabbit. I've had him for nine years, or we've had him for nine years. We lost one. Um, she passed away recently. And then we got another because our older rabbit was quite sad. So he needed a friend. And um, we brought her home. Her name is Rosemary. And she is just a treat to have as part of our family. Um, so we've been bunny training. And what else have we done? We made a pumpkin patch. Did I tell y'all that? No, tell us about it. So so we didn't want to go to the pumpkin patch this year uh, due to uh, the amount of people. I think that it kind of, you know, draws every year. And I knew it would still be busy. And uh, we were trying to play it safe. And so we ended up, uh, (laughs) well, okay, here's the thing. My plan was just to go get like five pumpkins from the grocery store. But my husband <laughs> had a, a better idea. Let's give him that. It was a better idea. So he, he comes uh, back with like a cart full of pumpkins, essentially uh, buying out all the pumpkins <laughs> from the grocery store. And so we created our own pumpkin patch and had a photo shoot with the new with the new bunny and um for actually for the podcast so (laughs) it was super fun so that's what I've been up to oh my gosh I love it yeah it was so amazing it was like a basic girl's you know just dream to (laughs) their husband to be like right on board with the pumpkins like it was awesome yeah very own pumpkin. <laughs> I was like, yes! Ed came back home the other day with four pumpkins the day before the hurricane, and those bad boys actually were put in the house before the wind started. <laughs> I was not losing my pumpkins. Protect the pumpkins. After we scraped the yard, you know, raked the yard yesterday, yeah. uh, we put them out. <laughs> Ed, oh. Ed was determined to have Halloween this year, so we have our cemetery out there now, and when we were cleaning, my parents have a lot of land and trees that were down. 
we went yesterday and helped them and we saw this one like scraggly branch and we made that a Halloween tree in our front yard. <laughs> so <laughs> we brought that back from the hurricane debris <laughs> to use in our Halloween scene. I'll do um, an Instagram story later. That's awesome. So I have been working a lot lately. Um, I actually had to prepare for potential rain, uh, which never happened. It's been a very teasing monsoon season here in Arizona. So I never got the rain. Apparently, Mandy, you got all of it. I got none of it. And so I ended up doing, we've just been doing a lot of hiking, actually. I live in the desert, but if we drive kind of anywhere north um, or to the east or the south a little bit, we can kind of go see some of the fall colors. So um, my husband and I just had our 12-year anniversary of when we started dating. So we, we don't really like do anything really major, but we always try to kind of spend a little bit of extra quality time together on those days. So we drove up to Flagstaff. Um, we went to this little coffee shop up there called Macy's European coffee shop. And they have this perfect coffee. It's made with, it's a latte that they make with hot chocolate and it's called the Macy's special. So good. And it's like the perfect drive home coffee. So we always make sure that whatever we do in Flagstaff, we leave early enough to grab a coffee on the way home from Macy's. And so we just went up there, went hiking, saw all the, the aspens and the golden leaves and everything like that. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was perfect weather. We had such a great time. It was wonderful. So that's what I've been doing. Okay, y'all. So back to the actual topic at hand, right? So I have a confession. My name is Leah. And I love pumpkin spice lattes. Mm -hmm. Me too. I, I drank one this morning. I love wearing leggings. I have all my fall candles lit. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm basic. I'm a basic B and I'm okay with that. I'm going to be okay with being my basic comfy self. And we love you for it. I can't talk because I'm the same. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm letting you express this, this idea knowing that I will have to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to go in a round robin here. I mean, no, I'm telling y'all. So, you know, pumpkin spice lattes usually come out that last week in August. And I was walking through a parking lot in Las Vegas, Nevada with my little phone app to get my pumpkin spice latte. Actually, it was the pumpkin spice cold brew, but same difference. Right, right. It, I had to have that. Like, I, me and my cutoff shorts in the 110 degree heat, our friends that we were staying with had to pause and bring me to the Starbucks <laughs> for this. It is so important. I did the same thing. So I'm a, I'm a biologist. I study streams and I had to, I had a field day where I was going to be in like 110 degree heat all day. And I drove up to the Starbucks, picked up two lattes for me and my field partner for the day and was like, okay, this is going to happen. This has to happen. First day they're open, this is going to happen. And drank my coffee on the way to the desert. <laughs> 
Well, y'all know I've been a, a penny pinching recently, and I had been eyeing the pumpkin spice creamer for a long time, um, but I actually made my own this time. I used almond milk and like the pumpkin spice powder mix, and then I, uh, I have syrup already, like a salted caramel syrup that I can add and kind of mix it all in, and it tastes so good. Yeah, I have a pumpkin spice creamer, and I don't drink creamer in my coffee. But I will, from now until Christmas, have pumpkin spice creamer and then either peppermint mocha or eggnog. Eggnog is the season. I know it's very controversial, and some people don't like it. Mandy and I both adore eggnog with all of our hearts. Like, we absolutely love it, and we look, we look forward to that almost more. At least I do almost more than I do pumpkin spice. At least um, as much. Are you yeah. admitting something, Leah? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. My favorite Starbucks latte is the eggnog latte. Pumpkin spice is a very, very close second. Right. And I get more excited about the pumpkin spice because it's been a very long dry spell of fun lattes. Right. For me. And that I love one of my favorite things is the shift between like cold beverages to hot beverages, right? Yes. It's the best transition ever to fall. Mandy, Leah, what is a basic B? It's a stereotype. I feel like it's gotten a lot of hate over the most recent years. Like, I agree. I I feel like you get kind of judged for for liking basic stuff. Yeah, I completely agree. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of the the basic things generally kind of also reek of privilege and all of, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but I think that, I think that what people miss about a lot of those things is it's, their things are basic for a reason. Like you have basic things that you prefer to have in your kitchen to cook with, you know, like food without salt. Salt is very basic, you know, but who doesn't have salt? Like who, pumpkin spice is good. Leggings are comfortable. You know what I mean? Not everybody can buy the $80 like Lululemon leggings. I definitely can't, but I can definitely go to Ross and pick out a pair of leggings and wear them. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's something I will, that I try to do. You know what I mean? I love wearing them. They're comfortable. I'm wearing them right now. So yeah. I don't know if it's the Reebok ones that I got on sale. You remember we went, actually me and Leah made a specific trip out to an outlet mall when I was in Arizona a few months ago for me to find leggings. Yes. We found all all the deals. It was great. Y'all will learn something about this group. We can find the deal. We can save some money. Would we consider uh, thrifting basic? It's become more like that now. It's becoming. Agreed. I can say when me and Leah started, it was kind of weird. Like people didn't think to like go uh, and like look at the thrift store. Yeah. But it's become a lot more popular, much to my dismay. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Oh my gosh. I call it vegan shopping because, right, you're helping reuse the waste Mm -hmm. uh, in the world. So actually besides crude oil, I think the fashion industry is the most heavy polluter. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Fast fashion and uh, just quickly, you know, quickly made garments. Exactly. Yeah. It's very, very true. Yeah, anytime you can reuse or reduce any anything like that, especially with fashion, it definitely helps. 
a little bit, at least, you know what I mean? At least on a personal level, you're helping reduce your carbon footprint. So, and we can definitely talk about carbon footprints and sustainability. And if anybody has any questions, put them in our Facebook group. I got you. I haven't had a chance to post on my blog lately, but my blog is all about sustainability. So we can definitely get into that at some point. And I'm sure we will, you know. What's your blog called, Leah? My blog is The Muddy Mermaid. I have a lot of like vegetarian, vegan recipes on there. You're trying to reduce your meat consumption. And I also have a guide to seafood, sustainable seafood, and then some other sustainability things. And now that my job is slowing down a little bit more, since it looks like we're not getting a lot of rain here in Arizona, I will definitely be posting on it again very soon. So I'm excited about that. So has anyone done any fall baking? Ooh, I have not done too much baking yet, um, but I did find my grandmom's um, applesauce bars recipe recently. I have it in like her own handwriting and everything like that. Katie, do you remember those? I do. I do remember these bars. They're like heavenly. Yes, they are amazing. They were one of my granddad's favorites. And so I am going to be making those um, very soon. I've had a lot of pumpkin in my life lately, so I'm kind of going with the other, you know, fall staple apples and I'm going to make some of those. So I think it's going to be really, really good. I actually modified a grandma-inspired recipe recently too, so I had to dust a layer off my KitchenAid mixer. Um, I've been in a real slump with all the COVID stuff. Like I didn't even like bake while everyone else was making bread during, you know, self-isolation. But for some reason I got wild hair to do it recently. So I dusted off the KitchenAid mixer and I made some pumpkin bars with brown sugar icing. And then my grandmother around Christmas time would make these really, really decadent tasting chocolate chip cookies with pudding mix in them. And she would use vanilla pudding. But on Pinterest, I found a version with pumpkin spice pudding. Couldn't even find pumpkin spice pudding around. So I ordered boxes off of Amazon, another basic thing to do, and um, made those cookies. And they were good. And they kind of, and they had the same correct texture with that pudding mix. But the pumpkin spice was pretty subdued. And I've also promised my husband um, persimmon bread, which needs to happen. Because persimmons are like avocados. It's like they're hard one minute and then all of a sudden they're mushy and they're done. <laughs> my, Has anyone worked with persimmons? Okay, so my grandmother had a persimmon tree in her backyard. My grandma, the same one that had the, that where I got the applesauce bars recipe from. And all I remember is that anything in her house was fair game. Like we could eat anything in the house unless there was a persimmon sitting on her windowsill. If you touch that, that was it all hell broke loose. Like you could not touch that. It was my grandmother's absolute favorite thing. No one else in the house. If there was a persimmon, it was hers and so good. Um, so I don't even know if I've ever actually tried one. I don't know. Maybe I've been conditioned since I was a child. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but she absolutely loved them. Don't touch the persimmons. Like our, our, uh, our grandma was a really sweet lady until <laughs> you touch the persimmon on the window <laughs> or, or the soft shell crabs. You don't oh. want her soft shell crabs. 
she was gonna kill you <laughs> she was gonna kill you don't even don't even oh no nope. we would go out floundering like on on those nights when you had like the full moon and low tide and the perfect conditions we go out floundering me my dad my sister um maybe a cousin or two you know what i mean we just all go out floundering and anytime we saw a soft shell crab you brought it back for grandma like that went in the pot but that was going to grandma the flounders were shared the soft shells <laughs> were always grandma's every time and she'd cook them up right when you got back she'd be there she'd fry them up eat them i think i i maybe she gave me one one time because we got a um we got a lot i think i had one it was my first one too so yeah yeah he was there for that experience to see your face when you try your first fried soft shell crab oh exactly oh my gosh i've just been making lots and lots and lots of bread because we like to make soup when it gets chilly outside and a bread bowl with your soup is so phenomenal so that's what i've been doing is making little mini bread bowls for us and that's pretty much all the baking i've been doing lots of bread bread is so like warm and comforting and i've never had persimmon bread mandy but that sounds amazing um i bet it's really really good um we make a lot of like banana bread and i've made pumpkin bread and things like that before too and honestly, like back to the point where talking about like basic and pumpkin spice and all things fall, like people like Ed who say they don't like pumpkin spice. Um, a friend of mine told me this recently. She's like, anyone that says they don't like pumpkin spice, they're just lying to be contrarian. So basically they're just lying to be different on purpose. And I think the story that you told in the beginning with like Ed and his pumpkin mishap like actually liking it mistakenly liking his pumpkin muffin on accident proves that point very well you know <laughs> so, oh yeah <laughs> um so so yeah so i will definitely can continue my my pumpkin binge through um probably you know the end of november and then i'll switch over to eggnog and peppermint and all things christmas because i like to have my 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 seasons very separated i enjoy i enjoy each of them in their own time you know what i mean yeah. so i agree yeah what are some of your favorite like fall things that you have to do each fall or that you really want to try and do each fall I currently live in Virginia, but even if I was at home, I would like to uh, see the nature change, right? That's what fall's all about, watching the leaves change and the, the colors evolve and almost become more vibrant in the way that everything kind of gets dingy and, you know, muddy after. But the fall colors are just so iconic that I really love to be out in nature to see that. So I, I, I love to go hiking and watch the change. And I also love to uh, just go outside, be outside on a crisp morning with a hot beverage in your hands. You know, that's sim simple things in life, right? <laughs> Experience the coziness, right? Being bundled up and yeah, fall's great. <laughs> Soak up every chance of being outside you can before it gets too cold. 
every bit because the transition to winter is harsh where I live. But in, in, in Mississippi, it's phenomenal. Like the, you know, the fall weather carries over and winters are not harsh. And you can really experience the, the um, chill of things outside in the south, in the south, which is you know, really great. So you can, you can keep fishing, you know, in fall, you can, you can keep doing all the outdoor activities. So yeah, Mandy, I think both of our husband's favorite, one of some of their favorite fishing is that winter fishing mm-hmm. when they, <laughs> where they leave it like what the butt crack of dawn, right? And yeah, get like up three and in the morning. And we're both like, nope, not going. And they stop at the gas station, get their lucky taquitos. Old peanuts. Boiled peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My husband tried to kill my dad last winter. My dad took my husband fishing. My dad is highly allergic to peanuts. And my husband knows this, but like they don't hang out by themselves very often. And, you know, it's like three, four, not, not three in the morning, like four in the morning. They stop to get ice. My dad, my husband goes in to grab the ice and gets a snack. And of course, brings out the boiled peanuts, offers them to my dad. And my dad's like, oh, no, thanks. I'm good. And then, and then, and then later DJ's like, he's, he's allergic. I could have killed him. I'm like, yeah, you can't even open that bag in the car with him. You know? The one time our dad asks him to go fishing with him and he almost tries to kill him. (laughs) Never going again. Yeah. Boiled peanuts from a gas station. That that's pretty southern. What if about you? Don't get your boiled peanuts from a guy in his over in overalls on the side of the road. Are you really getting boiled peanuts? That's what I want to ask. The Satsuma guy's out, so winter's coming on my Ooh. road. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man selling Satsumas for two dollars a dozen. <laughs> Ooh, that's I need to perfect. Go get some. <laughs> and the kumquat tree at my great grandma's is looking pretty pretty ripe too. It's getting there. So what, um me kumquat <laughs> oh kumquat <laughs> sorry that was stupid <laughs> my favorite activity is the peter anderson festival in the fall in ocean springs that one is such a highlight of the season of that fall season you know for sure. i agree i feel like it really ushers in the fall for me like the deep fall for me the Peter Anderson Festival. It's just so iconic, I guess, for the coast, Mississippi coast, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Yep. It's been around since the 80s. It's pretty old. I actually think it was even, I think it was named Peter Anderson in the 80s, but I think it's, it might go back as far as the 70s. It is massive. It's pretty much downtown Ocean Springs. It's overtaken by craft, craft and handmade sellers for the weekend. They get over 100,000 visitors each day. So it's, yeah, it's a bunch of um, small artists and craftsmen, and I think they have, like, over 500 booths and everything like that, and I know, I know I personally plan the whole weekend around what I'm going to eat at the festival. (laughs) Mandy and I always, like, scope out the the best, what are we going to do, where are we going to go today, what are we going to have for lunch, you know, you got to weigh it out like which one's the best what are your favorite things to get mandy well i like actually the beignets that saint alfonso school makes in the morning and then if martha's tea room has their chicken salad if they're selling their chicken salad i'm all about that that's usually what i'll go for 
I agree. I agree. We do usually get the Martha's Tea Room. I used to get the pulled pork sandwich from like the shed or something like that mm-hmm. too. And one of the carts does like an apple dumpling too that's really good with ice cream on top. And if it's cold outside um, and I want something sweet, I usually go for that. Last year we went so late, uh, we ended up just eating at the grocery. <laughs> <laughs> that works. And it was wild. <laughs> it was wild in there, but we, we went for it. <laughs> I love that grocery burger. Mm -hmm. There's also um, kettle corn, which when you smell it down the street, you have to like, it's, it's just this experience on its own. Like the smell leading you to the cart. Oh, I love the kettle corn. And you can't forget the blue moon on tap. Oh my word. Always. So Leah, what other things, what other activities do you like to do during the fall season? Besides Peter Anderson, I don't know. I guess I have two different fall viewpoints because Arizona and Mississippi have very different fall um, feelings, weather kind of thing. You know what I mean? So like Southern fall activities, like when I think of fall in the South, I think of like pine cones on the ground, um, bonfires in the backyard. Um, Mandy and Ed have like great fire pit. I absolutely, we spend so many nights out there. I think of like the little yellow flowers on the sides of the highways. I'd say football, but none of us like went to an SEC school. So we might as well just like forget that topic. We, we don't have that right out the window for now. (laughs) Uh We we don't have a horse in the game or whatever it is. A a (laughs) horse in the cart or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, A horse in the race, I think, or dog in in the the race. race. (laughs) We don't have a horse in that race. (laughs) In Arizona, fall is the absolute best because it it basically signifies eight months of this is why we live here weather. You know what I mean? Like I can open all my windows. I turn my air conditioner off and I don't turn it back on again until April generally, you know? And even then it's like only partially on. Earlier today we got up, I drank my coffee sitting on my balcony. It was absolutely wonderful. And I can drive two hours in each direction, go see the leaves. I can go hiking. I can sit out on my porch. That's what I did in like the mountain areas to see all the leaves and to get, to get that more traditional fall feeling. You know what I mean? And I know that you guys absolutely love hiking and camping and all of that kind of stuff too. I know Katie, you have a lot of little places that you like to go around your house and maybe Ned go on some crazy hiking adventures and camping things and road trips and all that kind of stuff. I know that we all absolutely love hiking and camping. And it's just, it's just one of those things that I absolutely fall is like the perfect time for me to go do those things. Definitely. And we've even gone together. Remember when we went the week before Thanksgiving, we went to the Smoky Mountains? Yes. Oh, that was such an amazing trip. Yeah, it was really fun, Uh, but it got really cold one night and it was supposed to snow. So we hauled it down the mountain (laughs) to get a hotel room. (laughs) Ed was so mad that we didn't let him camp in the snow, but Mandy and I chickened out because we had been so cold the night before. We're like, nope, we we need a little bit of bouginess here. So we, we stayed at the motel. <laughs> instead, yep, we went and got the motel. But another reason was we had to get home for Thanksgiving and we couldn't yes. be stuck on a mountain. Exactly. Speaking of Thanksgiving, next week, we're going to talk about all things Southern Thanksgiving, including family traditions, a little family drama. And of course, it will be all about the food. 
for more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 